and you're listening to Pharmaceutical Calculations, a podcast about tips, tricks, and strategies for solving pharmaceutical calculations. This episode was originally broadcast on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash pharmaceutical calculations easy. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pharmaceutical Calculations Solve Along. In this video, we are starting a series on dilution and concentration calculations. And as a pharmacy student, one of the things you should be able to do is adjust the concentration of a preparation. And that normally involves altering the amount of active ingredient in the preparation. So we want to take a look at the calculations involved in doing that. And this is actually part one of a five-part series. And in each part, we'll take a look at two interesting questions. And these questions will help us understand everything that is associated with doing these type of calculations. We'll also look at some tips and tricks that will help us do the calculations very confidently or accurately and also expeditiously. So let's dive right into the first question. So here the question says, in what proportion should the 25% zinc oxide ointment be mixed with white petrolatum to produce a 5% zinc oxide ointment? So there are two main ways you can actually go about solving this question. The first one is using the allegation method, and the second one is to use the algebraic approach method. So we'll take a look at both approaches, and then you can see which one allows you to do it quickly. So let's analyze the question. We're being asked to prepare a 5% zinc oxide ointment, and we are combining two things. We are combining the 25% zinc oxide ointment and the white petrolatum. So for you to attain the 5%, it implies that you need a concentration that is higher than 5 and one that is lower than 5. So we do see the concentration that is higher than the 5%, which is the 25%, but we have no direct information about the concentration of the second component, which should be lower than the 5%, but it's implied in the question. And that will be coming from this phrase, which says white petrolatum. So the white petrolatum is a base, which means there's no zinc oxide in there. So the concentration of zinc oxide in white petrolatum is actually 0%. So that's an important thing to keep stenciled in your mind or keep in your arsenal of information so that when you see something like that in the future, you are capable of understanding or confident that you know it's a base and so there's no zinc oxide in there. Now that is significant because it helps us when we want to set up the allegation method. So when you talk about allegation, you normally have a grid, and in this grid, you're going to put in the information that you have. So typically, the highest concentration or the higher concentration goes to the top left. So in this example, that would be the 25. So that goes here. And then the lower concentration goes to the bottom left. So for the white petrolatum, like we said, there's no zinc oxide in there, so the concentration is zero. On top of that, the concentration that you desire, which is the 5%, goes in the middle. Now, if you need a more thorough or in-detailed video on the allegation calculations, I do have another video, so you can check those. I'll try and put a link to that in the description so that you can have a more expansive explanation on the that method. But generally, the way it works is you will take the higher concentration, which is the 25, and from that, you subtract the desired quantity. So 25 minus 5, that gives you 20, and that will go to the bottom right. Now, this 20 represents the parts of the white petrolatum, or let's just say the 0%. So you're combining two things, and in what you're combining, the 0% will have will constitute 20 parts of your preparation. We do a similar thing. We'll take the lowest concentration, 0, subtract that from the desired, which is 5. So 5 minus 0, that gives you 5. And that implies you have 5 parts of the 25%. So now we know that for whatever quantity we want to make, 
we always will need five parts of the 25% and 20 parts of the 0%. And so the ratio that we are interested in is the parts of the 25% zinc oxide ointment to the parts of the petrolatum, which also is the 0%. So we have five parts of the 25 is to 20 parts of the 0% of the petrolatum. And you always want your ratio to be one is to something. So we divide both sides by five and we end up one is to four. So the ratio will be one is to four. All right. So one of the things I just want to make sure that is really stands out on the mind is typically we have a scenario where we are not given the lower concentration, but that's implied. So whenever you see anointment based like petrolatum, that is implying a 0%. Or if you're using like water in the solution, water has no API in there. So that's one thing that you really want to pay attention to that nuance. All right. So this is how you use the allegation method for this approach. Now, it's important to know for the allegation method to work, your desired concentration must always be between the higher and the lower. Otherwise, it doesn't really work and doesn't make sense. So now let's take a look at how you can use the algebraic approach to solve the same question. All right. So it's the same question. In what proportion should a 25% zinc oxide ointment be mixed with white petrolatum to produce a 5% zinc ointment? Now, the algebraic approach is typically the one that we hear branded around. So C1Q1 plus C2Q2 equals C final Q final. And the reason I have the C1Q1 plus C2Q2 is because you have two components. And this equation can go on for as many components as you have. So you can have plus C3Q3 up to plus Cn. Qn, where n is your end component. But normally, because you have the concentration of 1 being 0, you end up with C1Q1 equals C2Q2, that kind of simplified equation. But that's the general form. I mean, this is for two components. So what we can do, actually, is we can just summarize the information in the way that we would like to use it. So C1, let's call that our 25%. And Q1, we don't have any quantitative value there. We can also put information for C2. So C2, once again, white petrolatum. So concentration of that will be zero. And your Q2, we really don't know that value either. So we can put Q2 there. And then we do the same thing for C final, which is supposed to be 5%. We're getting that value from here. And then your Q final, we don't know that. But what we do know is that it's going to be the combination of Q1 and Q2. So Q final actually is Q1 plus Q2. So that's a, an important thing to keep in mind. Sometimes we overlook that and then we get kind of stuck. All right, so what this will mean then is we can put in all this information into the original equation. And so Q1 actually will be 25 times Q1, which is Q1, plus C2, which is 0, times Q2 equals C final, which is 5, times Q final. And we can substitute the Q1 plus Q2 in there. Now, because this is zero, zero times any quantity in this world will be zero, so that goes to zero. So essentially, what you have is 25Q1 being equal to whatever is on the right-hand side. So now we can distribute the five over these two quantities. So it will be five times Q1, which is 5Q1, plus five times Q2, which is 5Q2. Then we can go ahead and do some quick algebra. We can subtract 5Q1 from both sides. So we have 25Q1 minus 5Q1 being equal to 5Q2. So 25 minus 5, that gives you 20Q1, and that should be equal to 5Q2. Now, it's a ratio we want. So if we divided both sides by 20 and divided both sides by Q2, we end up with a ratio. So let's first divide both sides by 20 to get rid of the 20 on the left-hand side. So that'll give us Q1 equals 5Q2 over 20. And we divide both sides by Q2. So that goes away. And so you're left with Q1 over Q2 equals 5 over 20. 
you always want to make sure that you are in the lowest possible ratios so q1 over q2 will be equal to 1 over 4 because 5 goes into 5 once and 5 goes into 24 times and so what it tells us is that our ratio of q1 to q2 is 1 is to 4 which is very similar to basically what we did in the previous approach using the allegation method. Now, one thing you will notice is whenever you have a situation where you have a desired concentration and you do have the components which are higher and lower than it, it's always much, much quicker to use the allegation method. I mean, that's almost guaranteed. So you end up with the same answer, but if you really want it to be efficient and you have the information that, as I described, make sure that you use the allegation method because you get the answer much more quickly to save you quite a lot of time. But regardless, if you decided to use the algebraic approach, you will still end up with the same answer. All right, so that's the first question. The second question actually says, there are two dilute stock solutions. One is to 200 weighed by volume and one is to 2000 weighed by volume. And these are available in order to prepare 60 milliliters of a one is to 1000 weighed by volume solution. Determine the volume of the one is to 2000 weighed by volume stock solution needed. Round to the nearest hundred, do not include units. So for this question, once again, it looks like a lot of information, but you can reduce it to a form that was similar to the example that we did previously. And here, what we've been given is concentrations, but we've been given that as a ratio strength. So we can go ahead and use the allegation method, but for that to be very efficient, we will want to basically convert these ratio strengths to percentage concentrations. Okay, so that's the one step that we want to include in this kind of question. So what that means is we are going to practice or remind ourselves of how to convert from ratio strength to percentage concentrations. Now, a question that normally I get asked is, the 1 is to 200 and the 1 is to 2,000, which one is more concentrated? And the answer to that question would be the 1 is to 200, okay? But let's see what that looks like in terms of percentage concentration. So we start off with the 1 is to 2,000. And what that means is 1 is to 200 actually implies that you have 1 gram in 200 milliliters. And for percentage strength, it implies you have some quantity in grams out of 100 milliliters. So we can go ahead and solve for X and whatever that value is will be our percentage concentration. So you have 1 gram times 100 divided by 200. And this gives us 0.5%. Now we need to do the similar thing for the 1 to 2000. That would imply you have 1 gram in 2000 milliliters. That should be equal to some quantity in grams divided by 100 milliliters. We solve for the unknown here again. So you have 1 gram times 100 divided by 2000. And that gives you 0.05%. And then we need to convert the desired concentration, which is 1 into 1,000. And here again, we have 1 gram divided by 1,000 milliliters equals some quantity in grams divided by 100 milliliters. So we go ahead and solve for X, which would be 1 gram times 100 milliliters divided by 1,000. And this gives us 0.1%. So we now have all the concentrations that we need. And there's always one thing that we need to do. We need to check to make sure that the desired concentration, which we determined to be 0.1, is between the two concentrations. Otherwise, you can't really use the allegation method. So we notice that 0.1 is indeed between 0.5 and 0.05. So we can go ahead and use the allegation method for what we want to do. So what that would imply is we'll have the grid, and in the top left-hand side, we'll put the higher concentration, which is 0.5, and in the bottom left, we'll put the lower concentration, 0.05, and in the middle, we have the desire that we want, which is 0.1%. 
So we need to determine the number of parts of each of these components or constituents. And so what we'll do is we'll take the lower concentration, which is the 0.05, and subtract that from 0.1. So that means 0.1 minus 0.05, that gives us 0.05. Now this 0.05 is the parts of the 0.5. So let's do parts of 0.5%. Then we do a similar thing. We take the desired, which is 0.1, and we subtract that from the higher concentration, which is 0.5, and that gives us 0.4. And that is parts of the 0.05%. Now what is happening here is we've been given the total quantity that we want to make. We want to make 60 milliliters of a 1 is to 1000 solution. So the other thing that we need is the total parts. And the way you get that is to add the 0.5 to the 0.4. So 0.4 plus 0.05, that gives us 0.45. That's the total parts. So now what we will do is, because we're just interested in the volume of the 1 is to 2,000, we will take the parts of the 1 is to 2,000, which will be this one right here, the 0 0.4. So we have 0 0.4 divided by the total parts, which will be 0 0.45. And that will let us know how many milliliters will be present in the total, which is 60 ml. Because the 60 goes with the total parts. That's why they are both in the denominator. So if we go ahead and solve for x, we'll end up with 0.4 times 60 milliliters divided by 0.45. And it says to the nearest hundred, no units, and that will give us 53.33. So that's how you use the allegation method to actually solve this type of problem. It's fairly similar to what we did previously in the previous question. However, we had to do one more step for convenience, and that was to convert all the ratio strengths to percentage strength. So we've used this as an opportunity to remind ourselves of how you do that conversion from ratio strength to percentage concentration and then reinforce that using the allegation method. So the important thing to notice is anytime you're given the final concentration and the final quantity, you always need the total parts because the total parts goes with the total quantity you're making. So that's important. Now, let's do one thing. Let's see how you solve this same question using the algebraic approach. Now, it's going to be a little bit longer, but we will end up with the same answer. But let's see how that works so that you can have both examples in terms of how to solve this problem. So now, if you wanted to use the algebraic approach for this question, then what you are going to start off with is the equation. You have two components. You have C1, Q1, plus C2, Q2, and that should be equal to CFQF. And then we'll go ahead and put in the information the way we want it. So instead of using the percentage concentrations, we could use that information from the previous approach that we used in the allegation method. But rather than doing that, let's actually see how we can use the ratio strengths the way that they have been given us in this particular equation. So let's say your C1 is actually 1 is to 200, in which case your Q1 would basically be Q1 because we don't know that. And then we will do C2, which would be 1 is to 2,000. Q2 would be equal to Q2 because we don't know that. And then let's say CF be equal to 1 is to 1,000. And then we have Q final, but that we know to be 60 milliliters. So we can now put all of this information into the equation. But it's important to note that your QF, which is 60, is basically the sum of Q1 and Q2. So that would imply that Q1 plus Q2 equals 60 milliliters. Now that's important because you will notice that you have one equation, but you have two unknowns, and you can't solve it that way. 
so what we need to do is basically reduce everything to one variable and the way we can do that is to make use of this equation or this notion that q1 plus q2 equals 60 ml which would imply that anywhere we see q1 we can actually put 60 minus q2 in there we can substitute this expression wherever we see q1 in the equation and that would allow us to solve for q2 which is the answer that we are looking for what we want to do is substitute the information into the equation. So 1 is to 200 would imply that you have 1 gram over 200 ml times Q1 plus C2, which is 1 is to 2,000. So that'll be 1 gram divided by 2,000 milliliters times Q2. And that should be equal to C final, which is 1 gram over 1,000 milliliters times QF, which is 60 ml. So basically what we can do to make things more simplified is just multiply everything by maybe 2,000 to get rid of all the numbers in the denominator. So what that would imply is you multiply this by 2,000, you multiply this by 2,000, and you multiply this by 2,000. So this would go away giving you 10. This cancels out. I think this gives you 2. And so we have a much more manageable equation to use. So what that would imply then is that we have 10 Q1 plus Q2 being equal to 120 milliliters. Excellent. And what we said is anywhere you see Q1, you can put this equation there so that we can solve for Q2. So that would imply then that you have 10 times 60 minus Q2 plus Q2 being equal to 120 milliliters. Now we can distribute the 10 over the parentheses. So 10 times 60 will give us 600 minus 10 times Q2, which is 10 Q2 plus Q2 equal 120 milliliters. Then we go ahead and do the algebra. But as you notice, this is getting rather long. And so that's the downside when it comes to using the algebraic approach. But it's a very tried and tested method. So what we can do is simplify what we have. So we will have 600 minus 120 being equal to 10 Q2 minus Q2. Okay, so we more or less will have 480 being equal to 9 Q2. We can divide both sides by 9. That would imply that Q2 is going to give us 53.33 based on the conditions given. So clearly we had the same answer as we did using the allegation method. But you would notice that the allegation method was a little bit faster. What took us time really was converting the ratio strength to percentage strength. So one of the top tricks I would like to leave stenciled on our mind or tips is first of all, whenever you have a situation where you have the desired concentration, and you have that desired concentration falling between the higher and the lower strength, it's always expeditious to use the allegation method. So we'll stop here and then in the next video, we'll take a look at another two questions and the questions, in my opinion, and based on student feedback, gets a little bit more complicated each time. But what that would do is by the time we are done with the entire series, you would have seen a whole variety of questions which would illustrate the various ways in which you come across them um, dilution concentration type questions altering the product strength and i'm hoping by the time you are done you'll be so good at it you can actually do it with no problems at all thank you for listening to today's episode from rx calculations you can find all the episodes on our youtube channel youtube.com forward slash pharmaceutical calculations easy or as articles on our website at rxcalculations.com if you have any questions on any pharmaceutical calculations topic or you would like to suggest future topics, you can post them on our Pharmaceutical Calculations Forum, website, or YouTube channel. Links to all platforms are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss out on new episodes. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and enjoy life.